This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. We are speaking right now with Becca Holmes, who is a prenatal yoga teacher. I'll just tell you about her briefly, and I encourage you to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com, and you'll discover more information about Becca, including how to contact her, how to engage with her yoga opportunities, and everything else that's going on. So, very briefly, she found freedom from life's troubles through the eight limbs of yoga, amongst many other spiritual disciplines. And today, she's going to share with us a bit about what she's experienced with others, so she may, so they may speak, or you may seek, and find their own freedom, your own freedom. Blah, blah, blah. I love changing tenses. Awakening to her divine feminine through pregnancy and motherhood became the catalyst that launched Becca Holmes Yoga into what it is now, a feminine-focused pregnancy and motherhood praising, self-healing, and growing yoga community. To quote Becca, we heal the world by healing ourselves, and if we heal ourselves, we will inherently heal our future generations. That is not dissimilar to what I say, which is you can best serve from an overflowing cup. So Becca, welcome aboard. We're having so much fun here today, and I'm so honored you joined us here at the Brilliance Plus Passion Project. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm glad you asked me. Absolutely. So uh, our first question is, and I kind of touched on this already, but let's hear it in your own words. How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and generally speaking, the world at large? So the path of yoga in general, yoga means union. So union being with the self or union also meaning with, um, and I'll use many terms, but God, the divine source consciousness, you know, whatever your thing is. And again, self, if you don't want to tap into that, but it's a spiritual path for, and a design for living. So, I mean, this is a great method for, for any kind of personal growth, no matter what's going on in life. And then of course, for me, it has been, this has been my spiritual practice for about 10 years. And then finding out I was pregnant earlier this year, it has now like launched me into a whole new path on the pregnancy journey. And then of course, I'm sure it will continue in the motherhood journey, which will happen within the next two weeks or so. (laughs) Exactly. So in your own words, tell us a bit more about what it is you actually do, because this sounds like a, kind of a unique angle on the whole yoga thing. 
So I am a vinyasa yoga teacher, and this mm-hmm. is a practice that I, I did for about five or six years before I went on to do yoga teacher training, which I, I took my training early last year. Um, interestingly, we started in person and then the world shut down. So we had to shift to yep. Zoom. And there's already a lot of people doing yoga online and, and the internet is great for that, making it accessible for people who can't get to a yoga studio or afford to go to a yoga studio. So What I'm aiming to do, and actually what I started earlier this year, was a whole online yoga platform because you can't have enough free yoga on the internet, right? So I started started a YouTube channel and then I got pregnant. So I've kind of been on a pause. And I thought initially, I was like, you know, just because I'm pregnant, I'm not going to go be this prenatal yoga teacher. And turns out when I chase my intuition, that's exactly what I'm going to (laughs) do. And so I've shifted everything into this practice is amazing. And prenatal yoga that I have found has been mostly focused on the physical practice. But there is so much more to it than that. There's the spiritual practice. There's meditation. There's breath work, pranayama. There's so much more that can be helpful. And I haven't found it out there. So I've already started shifting my offerings to to really just focus on prenatal yoga because what an amazing niche and way to help yeah. women and on their journey, again, it will heal them and then heal their children, right? Yeah, that's fantastic. So in your experience, what are a few of the most commonly asked or FAQs that you get from folks who are considering getting into this? So for yoga in general, because because prenatal yoga is, it is very specific and, and a lot of people don't ask questions really. They just kind of jump in. But for, for yoga in general, um, I usually get a big question is what kind of yoga do you teach? Which I find interesting because I think if I answered, they wouldn't know what the difference yeah. is, behind what kind of yoga. But the other thing is I always get my insert ailment hurts can yoga help yeah. me or how, how do I fix insert ailment with yoga? You know, so this has been a very uh, westernized kind of focus on yoga is a, is a exercise program, yoga for weight yeah. loss, yoga for back pain. And while that's not untrue and that won't, it, it will definitely help you with that. There's so much more to it that people just are not exposed to so much in the way that we've westernized the yoga practice over the past couple mm-hmm. of decades. Yeah. So, what do you wish people would ask? Um, I wish they would ask, but again, I, I don't think they know to ask, which is why I think it's all yeah. yoga teachers. You know, it's our, it's our responsibility uh-huh. to educate, right? But I wish people would ask about the history of yoga, where it comes from, and they would realize that it's thousands of years old, and there's so many different paths to yoga. Um, I wish people would ask about my personal yoga practice, because a lot of times you'll see here is we're pumping out yoga teachers left and right in the West and they teach more than they practice. And oh, goodness. Really, yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's like I practiced mm-hmm. yoga for years before I went to do a teacher training and it has become an integral part of my life. And I try to never teach something that I haven't tried at least or that I, I don't practice, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I wish people would ask more about their teachers, you know, what they're what they're really doing and what they're really teaching and then and then again about the spiritual side of yoga as well right so just to be clear you've actually are you actually developing or have developed your own style of yoga no prenatal yoga is and here's the thing all yoga is prenatal yoga right yeah because you can anybody can do yoga any style of yoga it just you have to have the right teacher to adapt to you so prenatal yoga is just to me 
it's a little slower. We pay a little more mm-hmm. attention to certain areas because women have certain hormones, relaxing, relaxing different parts of the body. So we don't want to overstretch. Yeah. It's easy to get injured if you don't have body awareness yet. So prenatal yoga exists, but what I aim to do is just to expand what's what's most prominent out there beyond the physical practice, more meditation, more breath work, more focus on the personal spiritual growth of the mother as she goes from maiden to mother in this transition into parenthood, really looking at the spiritual side. So um, it's not anything new. I don't think there's a lot of people that try to create new styles of yoga. You can't really, it's not something that I think can be done. If you follow traditional yoga, you're just putting your own personal kind of spin on it. Um, but that's, that's kind of the point of how, you know, how you find the teacher that works for you. You know what I mean? It's it's just finding someone that you connect with and someone that you resonate with the way that they've used the practice and then how they will teach you. you Okay. Yeah. So now we move into the second half of this and what's really exciting about the brilliance plus passion project is it's mostly about spotlighting you and how you make the world a better place by being part of it. And This is also something we hope you'll show your friends. So we get to discover a little bit more about Becca so that others can also see how fun and enjoyable you really are. So this is where this takes a sort of a different approach to it than a lot of the podcasts out there. And this is actually one of my favorite parts when we get into the let's get to know Becca part. So the first question in that section is, what do people who know you, the friends who are going to be tuning into this when you share it, what are they going to be surprised to learn about you? The people who know me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Actually, a lot of people who know me these days are surprised that I come from an acting and singing background. So this usually comes out like if we end up at karaoke and I go sing and they're like, what? <laughs> you know? uh-huh. So I have a very musical acting kind of very arts background. Um, I have a, a bachelor of the arts in theater and I, It's funny, I would say I I didn't do anything with it, but that's very applicable to a lot of the things I do. Teaching, speaking on camera, you know, like there's a lot of things I learned from that that are helping me create these classes for YouTube. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's shocking to a lot of people. They're like, you can sing. And I'm like, well, you know, (laughs) sure, I guess. (laughs) I used used to think I could sing and then I tried karaoke and I found out (laughs) I don't have the range I thought I did in a car. (laughs) I know it always uh, sounds better by yourself in the car or shower. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, my, the last time I ever tried karaoke, uh, me with my lack of that type of training, attempted to get up on stage and sing Into the Night by Benny Mardonis, which requires a five-octave range to do. <laughs> oh, that's hard for even a professional. <laughs> and then he saw the video. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. now, 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 as many of our listeners know, he was a good friend of mine. God rest him. And... Uh, and uh, he, he he the way he said it is you got balls kid nice <laughs> the, the the implied message was is i know we're friends but if you ever fuck with my song again <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> so uh so at that point i retired from karaoke cool yeah uh now what do what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it um well, I hope I hope people see authenticity, really, because especially moving more into the online space and wanting to create yoga classes on YouTube and then eventually uh, online yoga courses, 
the online space is very interesting, right? Especially in the past year and a half, um, so many more people have shifted businesses to online. And I think yeah. there's a there's a lot of false light, if you will, and a lot of just kind of shady people out there, a lot of people just doing it to do it who may not actually have experience doing what they say they're doing. And I don't ever want to appear that way. I want it to be obvious that I'm a student of yoga first, and then I teach what I experience. I teach what I learn. And I want people to be able to see that I am always on the spiritual path and I'm not ahead of my students, right? I'm walking beside them. Like we, we pull yeah. each other along, you know? So this is a, a journey for me. I'm always learning. I'm still in training right now, learning even I've done some prenatal yoga training. I'm doing more right now. Um, and I'll continue to learn. You know, I want people to see, to see that. I just want them to see me as a real person online. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a different medium, but that's, that's yeah. all, you know, I just want to, just want to want them to see that I'm being myself and that I'm being. Exactly. Real. Yeah. Authenticity is one of the vibes I've always caught from you in the uh, four and a half years I've known you. Good. Yeah. So Good, if, we're on uh, the way. <laughs> exactly. So if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing that's happened, one thing's experienced, what would it be and why? Um, I regret that I'm not going to answer this maybe the way that most people do, but I wouldn't change that's a okay. thing. <laughs> Actually, 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 that's the number one answer. But go is ahead. it okay? Good. Yeah. I love that though because because really, so karma is is a concept of yoga, right? Which is yep. very complex, and I, I'm not I'm not philosophically um, trained enough to really go into that. But really, it's cause and effect. And I, I, uh -huh. you know, I'm a huge science nerd. This is some this is something people do know about me though, right? Is that Kirk and I love Star Wars and Star Trek and space and science and all these things. And I love how science and spirituality um, intersect. And to me, cause and effect, um, I love my life right now. And I love the journey, even the things I struggle with. Pregnancy has been very hard. Hormones are very difficult. You know, it's bringing up all kinds of childhood stuff. Like, you know, am I going to be a good parent? All of this. But I wouldn't be on the journey where I am right now without every single thing that's lined up in my life before me. So everything that I've gone through, the good and the bad, has brought me to where I am. You know, so yeah. if I'm in a good place where I love where I am, which I happen to be, then I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. And and even the things that are, you know, that I don't love about my life right now or whatever, I can always look at the past choices and go, if I had, you know, it can guide me for my future. I can make a yeah. different choice next time, maybe. Uh -huh. As I as I say in my teachings in the podcast reach system, I tell people, as a podcast host, I am your voice. So I will sometimes share stories about myself that were not exactly my finest hour, that in some cases might even be a little bit embarrassing. And the reason I do it is because I want people to understand two things. Uh, first of all, mine the silver lining in the cloud because that's where the lessons are. Uh, you tend to learn your best stuff when you goof it up sometimes. Absolutely. And second, And second, as thought leaders, by us voicing this, we give voice to those who, and most people have had similar situations that weren't exactly their finest hour, and we allow them, by vocalizing it for them, to join in the journey that enables them to have the learnings and the experiences, what have you, rather than stay in the dark and be ashamed of it. So they don't have to exactly vocalize what it was, but they can now join in the process of evolving from it. Bingo. And that's like I was yeah. saying earlier, is I share from my experience and that means the good and the bad so that then exactly. other people can go, okay, cool. And then they carry on and start walking beside us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What famous person alive or dead would you like to meet? And if you had that opportunity, what question would you have for them? 
Oh, I feel like that's such a trick question because it's like, well, I'd love to meet Jesus or the Buddha or Muhammad and get some answers. We, you know, we, uh, we get we get a lot of people who say Jesus, believe it or not. Right? I mean, yeah. but also, do I want the answers? Because then that ruins the seeking. That ruins the seeking of this whole spiritual path and the point of asking all the questions. Um, so I think I would leave that aside. And actually, uh, I would I would like to meet Michael Singer. He wrote The Untethered Soul. Yep. And that's one of the first books that changed my life. And I, I don't even know what I would ask him. I would just be like, give me your best advice. Like I just, there are so many concepts in that book that I've read and, and heard so many other places, but the way he puts it, it just resonated with me. So that would be cool to meet him. Precisely, precisely. So what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time, facing a challenge? Um, sometimes nothing. Honestly, sometimes, <laughs> especially during pregnancy, it's it's really hard to be motivated and inspired when you're hormonal and tired and feeling like <laughs> crap. And, you know, so there have been so yeah. many times where I've just put the camera down, put the work aside and said, I'm taking a nap. I'm going to cry it out and I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. And sometimes no action is the action to take. I think, you know, sometimes that is motivating. But ultimately, when I am in a good place, it's the fact that I know that I'm not here for me. I'm here to be of service to God's kids and humanity and other people. And if I can help even one person, um, that will keep me going, you know? And I, it's right. funny. I had a friend just this morning text me actually about Michael Singer. And she was like, remember this book you told me about? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so the <laughs> fact that she remembers a conversation we had about this book that I was doing deep spiritual work in like three years ago, you know, that's amazing. I just have to stay the spiritual path. Yeah. And that, that does motivate me to, to continue on. Exactly. So, I, I know you have an invitation for our listeners, and we will share that at the very end, which we're almost at. But in general, if you could urge our listeners to take one action as soon as they finish streaming this, other than taking you up on your invitation, which I'm about to share, what would that be? I would ask everyone to sit down wherever you are, close your eyes, and take a deep breath. Especially if you are in... <laughs> the hustle culture of the West. If you spend a lot of time on computers, go outside, get some vitamin D on your face, you know, take a deep breath and just sit in awareness of the fact that you are a human having a spiritual experience on this earth and just pause. Like very rarely do people pause and just recognize I'm breathing, you know, and that is yoga. That is a yoga practice. Just that pause and taking the deep breath and being aware I'm inhaling, I'm exhaling. And then you've practiced yoga for the day. Wow. I just did yoga. And I didn't have to stand on my head or exactly. do this or the thing with my thumbs or anything like that. Exactly. Wow. That's really cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. And before you go, I want to share with our listeners and viewers the opportunity you're extending so basically i encourage everybody to visit your website uh, for those who are out running and jogging and driving right now i'll speak it out loud one time it's beccahomesyoga.com you can come to our website look at the show notes for this episode and you'll see the link right there uh, you have, you regularly do run the weekly prenatal yoga classes i know you have another one of these starting up sometime very soon and in the meantime, there are some videos that people can dive into right now. I kept that just slightly intentionally vague because I do expect this 
this video to be up for a very long time. And when somebody's tuning in in the year 2024, I want them to have current information. So again, right. BeccaHomeYoga.com. <laughs> and with that, Becca, thank you again. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you so much for having me. So fun. Good to see you too. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,